Welcome to Kick Back with Chris, Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast. time again back for another episode hope you're all doing well um hope you're having a great start to your october in your martial arts school in your training whatever it is that you're doing um Later on today, we're going to be joined by my guest, uh, Richard Smith, who is going to be talking to us a little bit about uh, an event that he's just been running, a Facebook group, his, his school, and uh, all the other things he gets up to. This guy's always always keeping busy, lots going on. Um, but before that, as always, I just want to run through um, some of the things that have been going on. Bit of a bit of a reduced list this week. I've sort of compressed it a little bit. Oh, and don't forget, we've also got our section with Matt Chapman coming up as well later on. Um, thanks to everybody that's been sending questions in. That really does help us out with content and also it means that we're providing you with the stuff that you want to know rather than me guessing and uh, and just picking stuff out randomly um so this this actually starting off with something to tie in with um the last episode um this saturday um the redcon one showing is at the light um in leeds and um i'm actually going to be there for the for the premiere if you're if you're going down as well drop me a message it'd be really cool to hook up um Nice to meet meet some of the people that are listening to the show. Um, have a chat. Um, you can give us some feedback. Maybe even get some sound bites. A couple of recordings would be really cool for for the uh, future episodes. So yeah, uh, if you're interested in uh, in going down to see Redcon One at the Light in Leeds, oh, there's a Q and A section on afterwards as well with uh, with Mark and the director and some of the other actors in the film. Um, and I believe afterwards as well, there's going to be a, a a party as well. So um, it'd be interesting. Now I would imagine there's going to be lots of people uh, dressed in the zombie attire and that's sort of stuff so yeah um i'll post all the details in the show notes so if you're interested in going along you can uh, get in touch with me as well and uh, we'll work something out to meet up as i say um the next bit of information this is actually well ahead of time but for good reason as i think this one is going to uh, be incredibly popular um uh, bill superfoot wallace um it, it's listed as being his final uk short visit um, and this one is actually uh, this this seminar in particular has been arranged by the ITC, the International Taekwondo Council, uh, with Mr. John McNally. If you remember, um, I can't remember how many episodes back it was now. John was actually on the show uh, to talk about the ITC and the work that they do, which is fantastic work. It's a uh, a group that I am very much in support of. Um, but on May the sixth, um, Bill Superfoot Wallace seminar. Um, it's going to be at it's in Sutton Coldfield. It's at the Martial Arts Academy there. So it's Sutton Coldfield Martial Arts Academy Taekwondo Session. So it's listed as the ATKDA ITF. I think I've got that right. Um, and they've got they've actually got a Facebook group up now. I'll, I'll um, list. Let's have a look on here. The address is listed as Sutton Coldfield Grammar School for Girls, at Jockey Road, Sutton Coldfield. Okay. The seminar time is five pm till seven pm. Um, the costs are the, so there's different costs depending on whether you're part of the group and stuff. So e card holders, which is something the ITC do, is 25 quid. Non e card holders, 30 quid. Um, if you contact John McNally on 0777 337 to book a space, I'd do that pretty quick if you're interested because I think it's going to fill up really quick. So that's on May the 6th of the next year. They do actually have a Facebook group if you uh, if you go online and search for their Facebook group. Um, it should be listed as Superfoot Bill Wallace Seminar, May the 6th, 2019. So go check that one out, guys. Or Bill does, if anyone's done any of his works, I've done several of them over the years. Um, they're always really, really good fun. Definitely worth checking out. 
Um, next information, um, somebody who's uh, been around in the industry for a while now, um, always puts out good content, always worth checking out his Facebook posts, and um, they always they always cut straight to the point, no-nonsense guy. Uh, Russell Jarmusy has got, um, for, it's actually been out for a while, the Brutal Bounce of bo- uh, DVD box set. Um, it's won awards, it's it's sold now over 3,000 copies. Um, I actually have the, uh, the box set myself, and... Um, although um, self-defense is n- n- something that I particularly specialize in, it's, it's always good to have um, the information to hand and, and to be able to appreciate the, you know, the different things that d- people are doing. Um, it's, uh, it's, at the minute, he's got six DVD box set on sale for 40 quid, which is an absolute bargain, guys. Um, and I would I would very much recommend picking this one up while you still can because it's, it is a good box set. If you go into Russell's uh, Facebook page, um, the information's on there. It's also on... Um, um, the FBMA Friendly Bunch of Martial Artists website, uh, sorry, Facebook group, um, which Richard, who's going to be our guest later on, actually runs one of the things that he does. So um, get on there and check that one out. Uh, this weekend on Sunday, um, it's the Leicestershire Martial Arts Gathering, which I've mentioned a few times actually. I'm I'm going to be there teaching. Uh, it's at the, now I'm going to try and get this right. It's at the Wynn Stanley Community College. I think I've got that right. Um, and if you contact David Hector, he was actually he did a, a recording for us a, a couple of weeks back on the show with all the details on there. But if you get in, if you get in touch with David, um, he'll be able to get you some uh, tickets sorted out. Now, um, I'm just trying to remember off the top of my head how much the tickets were. I know they were ridiculously cheap for a full day's worth of training. But um, if you, I, I know that they're doing um, cheaper tickets in advance, and then you can buy tickets on the day for a, for a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be down there. There's, there's lots of other fantastic martial arts. It's a full day of training. Um, I'm teaching in the middle of the day sometime again I can't remember off the top of my head I really should have had this printed out before I started recording but anyway I've talked about it enough in previous shows go back and listen to one of the previous episodes and you should be able to get the information there um this week, uh, actually, was it last week? I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, Vengeance 2 uh, just started uh, shooting now Vengeance um Film directed by Ross Biosk, somebody I've had the pleasure of working with a number of times over the years. Fantastic guy, fantastic director, and um, he, this guy's like a walking encyclopedia of uh, like martial arts movie knowledge. I, the, the amount of, of like total geek out conversations I've had with him over the years on various productions, just discussing different movie points and stuff. But it is a really, really good guy, um, and um, keep an eye out for Vengeance too. Um, the little bits that I've heard, you know, that it's, um, it's it's sounding like it's going to be an absolutely amazing film. I've I've actually yet to see the first film. Um, it's something I am looking forward to seeing. But you know, add into the mix of you know we've got Redcon One and Outlawed, and there's so much going on at the minute in the UK martial arts movie scene. It's absolutely fantastic to see. But yeah, keep an eye out for details of Vengeance Two on social media, and obviously get behind it and support it um, as and when you can. So, um, on to this week's talking point, something that, uh, now this is going to be potentially a bit of a controversial one, subjective one. Um, now, what I do want to emphasise before I go into this is I'm not in any way, shape or form style bashing with this one. Um, and I'm not against, well, I'll get on to what it is first before I start uh, trying, to <laughs> trying to save myself from people getting vicious emails into me. Um so this has been going on now for well forever, I guess. Um, since I guess since people started um, documenting martial arts on video, I think it's fair to say. And you know, um, I, I think with 
social media and the the boom of social media it's become it's becoming more and more relevant um as a point that we kind of need to try and stamp out um i don't mean that you all need to get the pitchforks out and go after these people but perhaps perhaps you would hope that the people that post these videos will will maybe consider not doing it going forwards um and what i mean is um people that use really poorly executed techniques um, from other styles, shall we say, um, to validate the effectiveness of their art or to argue why that other particular system isn't effective, um, which is it's like it's really infuriating. You know, as somebody who practices, uh, I, I practice um, so taekwondo, uh, kickboxing, and I, I cross-train and I do other things as well. And one of the things I see so, so much and I won't mention arts because I don't want to cause any offence. Or have a saying onslaught of emails and from grumpy instructors and students. But one of the things that gets my back up is when you see people throw really, really crappy kicks and then um, sow an awesome defence against the crappy kick and then say, this is why kicks don't work. No, it's not that the kicks don't work. It's that the person that threw the kick at you threw a crappy kick that wouldn't work anyway, you know? Um, and it's just, it goes on all the time. Now, I think what we need to differentiate here is I'm not against sort of like one step or set sparring because in in context, you know, uh, one step sparring or sets, you know, set sparring can be, it can be, I say, effective in that it can be used as a positive teaching tool as long as it's not portrayed as self-defense because self-defense it obviously is not, you know. Um, but as a tool to develop um, distancing and timing and to work on um, correcting the, the, me- the mechanics of the technique, set sparring can be useful, but it must never be sold as self-defense because no one's ever going to punch you like that. Um, and, you know, you're never going to punch at somebody like that. I would hope not anyway. Um, but back onto the main thing, you know, with with this, you see it all the time. It's on social media, YouTube, and it's, and again, since people started documenting arts on video, this is something that's been around. And, you know, using... Using a different art as uh, you know, poor examples of a different martial art to v- validate the effectiveness of your chosen art is such a pointless exercise because I think, I think, in fairness, you know, you know, if you're training in martial arts or anything for self defense, the at the, 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 the chances of you having to defend yourself against somebody else using another martial arts system is so, so slim. Unless you intentionally go wandering into, I don't know, let's say a karate school as a Wing Chun practitioner and and go, um, I've come to fight you, like you know, like some old Bruce Lee film or something. Unless you're going out and planning on doing that, the, the, the actual, the, 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 the chances of you having to defend against a head height kick outside is so slim. It's not impossible, not impossible, but it is slim. So, you know, as instructors or sort of online coaches or just students in general putting videos out on Facebook, don't, don't put videos out validating the effectiveness of your art by using really bad examples of of techniques from other systems because it it, it well it makes you look stupid you know and it just gives people um sort of uh, ammo to go out and say look what these people think la 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 and and it, it's just it just it just breeds more negativity from that going forward i've seen some 
seen some really really cracking examples um recently on on social media um and again I won't okay, I'm not going to say who or where from or anything like that because it's not not really appropriate but you know um just just absolute madness you know um so stop doing it please because it's one it's really annoying and two it's just ridiculous um, but anyway, moving on. Um, this week, our guest on the show, or one of our guests on the show, is um, Mr. Richard Smith, who has. Um, he, he, I'll let him tell you more about what it is, all the different things that he does when he's on the phone in a few minutes. But um, this weekend past, they had an awesome training weekend. Um, he's recently set up a Facebook group as well, amongst other things, and um, so really spreading a lot of cool positivity within within the martial arts at the minute in the UK. So I wanted to get him on i've known him for years but um also it was really it's really good to see somebody spreading you know uh, a positive message um within martial arts at the moment so so we'll cut to a quick break and after that we'll speak to richard and then i'll catch up with you after that you're listening to kick back with chris the martial arts podcast brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk Okay, so joining us now on the phone, we have Mr. Richard Smith. Um, another, well, it's the same thing with all these martial arts people. They all seem to do loads of stuff. Um, and Richard's one of another one of these people who he does loads of stuff. Um, which we're going to talk. I say stuff. I mean that in the nicest way, of course. But we're going to talk about all these different things that he's got going on. Um, how are you doing today, Richard? I'm fine, thank you. Have you recovered from the weekend? Um, just about, yeah, just about. Um, it's now it's now into planning the next one already. already and, wow! Oh yeah, straight away. Yeah. Um. So for those listening that aren't quite sure what I mean by that, he's not just been out on a massive bender. It's not. <laughs> it's. Uh, we're actually going to talk about this well, event. And well, there, there was elements of that. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Okay, so what I what I always like to do whenever we have a guest on, um, is just to give people a better picture, a better idea. Is go right back to the start. Um, you don't you don't have to disclose dates if you don't want. Um, but back to the start of your martial arts journey, how you started out, where you began, that sort of thing. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Um, a strange one, really. I might say, as we just spoke about a minute ago, my background I'm a, uh, was computer programming. Wow. Um, and I used to work on some of the some of the really, really early handhelds. Uh, we're not talking things that people would have in their general pocket because they were too expensive. Yeah. And um, just sat behind a desk all day. Never did any sport at school, particularly. I'm not a sportsman, you know, couldn't catch a ball to save my life back then. Um, and I think it was just looking at a picture one day that showed me with a really curved back because of the way I was huddled over equipment all the time. Oh, wow. And, and I sort of thought, I need to do something fitness-wise. Always fancied martial arts. You know, obviously, probably similar influences to everybody else, Karate Kid and all the rest of it. Um, and just saw an advert and, uh, and went for it. Um, funny thing was, I'd already spoke to my brother, and my brother said, "Yeah, if you ever do it, I'll do it together." And I did my first lesson without him, and then felt really guilty. So I told him, and he he, he wasn't very happy for me for a little while, but he, he joined <laughs> he joined me fairly quickly. Um, he got up to his first, and I continued. Wow! So you were a little bit little bit later in life then. It was um... a lot later in life. Unless, I'm very um... unless you were computer programming as a uh, five year old. <laughs> <laughs> I was computer programming at the age of about eleven. Oh wow! So you okay? Cool. I yeah. used to, I used to do the high. I used to have my. Uh, I don't know if it's the same, but I used to have my Spectrum, uh, Sinclair Spectrum, and my book with basic code. And I used to spend all day typing something in to make a spider crawl up the wall, and it would never yep. work. Was it? <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Well, if you if anybody remembers back that those times, there used to be a publication called Sinclair Sinclair Programs. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I was published in that at the age of thirteen. Oh, get you! You you may have even typed in one of my games. Wow! <laughs> there you go. That how cool is that? Nice little synchronicity so, there. Okay, cool. So, yeah. what was your your chosen art then? What did you what did you start training in? Well, it's, it's, it's what you see in the papers. Really, it's, it was Taekwondo I started. Okay. Um, and uh, you know, continue with that for, for for many. Well, I'm still teaching. A long so, time later. A long time later. So, um, yep. We picked up the picked up the kickboxing part way through. Um, uh, I'm not going to that. So that's a story in itself. But yeah, uh, yeah t- I took took on the kickboxing, yep. progressed in kickboxing as well. Okay. Um, st- again, still still do both, but sort of more uh, in more recent times. I've been getting more and more interested in the self defence side of it. Okay. So uh, so I did the urban Krav, uh, urban Krav Maga course. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we we use elements of that sure. um, to uh, to improve on self defence. Yeah. So um, obviously, fast forward a few years with regards to training, you then you've got your full time centre now, um, yep. which I've had the pleasure of visiting a couple of times. It's a great great facility, massive place. Um, a lot of people will be very envious of your of your setup. Um, and how's how's that going now for you? Is it going well? Yeah, no, it's still going well. Um, I think. I think last time you probably arrived, came, the the mat space was at 150 square meters matted. Yeah. It's now just uh, five five meters squirt short of 200. Okay, wow. Um, so yeah, we we are constantly changing, improving. Um, usually Christmas time when we everybody thinks we're having two weeks off, but they come in and find walls have been built and <laughs> yeah. glass glass divisions have been built and things. Yeah, we all have so, that. Yeah, we are, we're all it's all the yeah. same. They think we're just sat at home. We but we can't, can we? We we we, no. we just can't. We're not we're not wired that way. I say wired because that's the best way to describe it. Every year I look forward to Christmas break. Christmas break comes around two days into it, I'm all twitchy. I'm not doing stuff. Yeah. So I'm just gonna yeah. pop in the gym for half an hour. Five hours later. Why aren't you back yet? Well I started painting. Um, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. sounds so of, familiar. Yeah, we all do it, don't we? we all do it. Cool. Yeah. So, um, obviously, um, more recently, um, I mentioned this actually the lead-in at the beginning of the show in another section. Um, I was just talking about the the real positivity at the minute around the martial arts industry and um, some of the influences that you've had, both in terms of your um, your Facebook group and uh, your online. Sorry, not your online courses. I've got it in my head at the minute. Your um, your courses, um, specifically the weekend ones that you've been running. Now, I, I thought it was um, the Facebook group first and then the courses, but evidently it was the other way around. No, it's the other way around. Uh, um, we we start 2014 was the first uh, was the first weekend. Okay. Um, and basically, I'd I'd heard stories of of um, sort of weekends that used to occur. You know, martial artists getting together. Uh, Willacombe Bay was the one that um, that I kept hearing the name of, and that sort of started to fall by the wayside. And um, it was just uh, okay. Well, let, let's have a go and let's see if we can do it. Mm. Um, and it was it was so popular. Um, I, I basically said, well, should we do this again next year? I said, well, do we have to wait till next year? Um, so that, that was from the spring break. We did it again in autumn. Um, for the, so the first five was part of an association, so it's quite a closed shop. Sure. Um, and then the, the next, I say four, um, have all been open. And um, I'd, I'd had the idea 
Um, and it's been it's been growing since it since it's been an open. The next one, obviously, is the tenth anniversary or the fifth anniversary, whichever way you want to look at it. Sure. Um, uh, and it's it's really really been growing. Um, and what's what happened was uh, everybody's friendly. There is no politics. There's no egos, which is which is really what makes the weekend. Brilliant. Yep. Um, the the instructors. The instructors are not just the instructors; they're also students because they're they're going, they're having, going to have a go at something they've not done before, maybe, yeah. or whatever. Um, so, uh, the 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 final sort of click that that brought friendly martial artists together, or the Facebook page and everything else, was sitting down um, one evening one evening of of the of the weekend because we tend to get a few drinks with other martial artists and chew the fat and yeah. this that and the other. Was was just what looking around and realizing that I've got um, a white belt who's conversing on an even plane with a seventh and with a grandmaster. Wow. Um, at that particular time, I you know I was looking around. I'm actually sitting talking to Superfoot Wallace, um, mm. who you know obviously his reputation goes before him. Yeah. But at that particular point, he was just another bloke. Yeah. You know, we were two friends talking in the pub. Yeah. Um, and that's what. That was sort of the catalyst that that brought the the Facebook page. Um, a lot of there's a lot of Facebook pages for instructors mm-hmm. within associations, or just um, instructors to talk to instructors to ask instructors questions. Yes. Um, but this one, and we we do see it happening, is yes, instructors ask instructors questions, but students ask general questions for instructors to answer. Yeah. Sometimes instructors ask um, business type questions that are answered by students, students because that's actually their field. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, there's there is no everybody talks to everybody. They, they don't care what grade they are or whatever. You know, when all said and done, and we know this from from ourselves, we may be good at uh, taekwondo. We may be good at kickboxing. Uh, we may be lousy at paperwork. So, yeah, you know, I, I, sometimes yeah. we need to get somebody else to do that. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the same hat. It's okay. It's, that's me. Um, but no, the tagline on that is interesting. Now, for those that don't know the, the group we're talking about, it's, the, it's, it's listed as the FBMA, the Friendly Bunch of Martial Artists. Um, and the tagline at the top is no politics, no ego, just a friendly bunch of martial artists. And it's got just short of a thousand people in there now. Um, and I'm, I'm assuming that um, with the the course, which we'll talk about a little bit in more detail in a minute, um, the course at the weekend, there were people that used this Facebook group that perhaps hadn't attended the, the the event before that found out about it through the Facebook group and then actually got to meet and train in person rather than um, just being online based, obviously. Yeah, yeah, that, that's right. I mean, there's a, you know, there's, there's I've spoken to people say, yeah, well, you know, I've heard of Andy Abernethy, but, you know, or I've, you know, I've been to business meetings with him, but I've never actually trained with him. Sure. Um, uh, we had a, quite a few new um, new instructors this time, new groups this time. What sometimes we tend to find is um, a new a club will maybe the instructor will maybe come and maybe bring a couple with them, and next time they'll be booking seven or eight caravans and bringing twenty or thirty people. Yeah. You know, uh, sometimes it's just because you know they, they don't believe it's as good as it is. Yeah, that's yeah, I get that. So, just for the benefit of the people who are listening in that perhaps don't know much about the event, if you sort of maybe give it a brief overview, um, an explanation of what what it's about, how it works, what's the format is, that sort of thing. 
Yeah, no problem. The the, the event basically is a, is a full weekend event. We tend that we arrive sort of um, after four o'clock on Friday night. There's no uh, uh, there's no necessity to um, to stop work that day or school that day, uh, unless you do live many miles away. But uh, um, we host host at a place called Skipsy near Bridlington. The simple reason for that is it has a massive sports hall. Right. And not many, not many ca- caravan sites have sports halls like this one. It's, sure. it's huge. Um, so it, we've got a fully functioning um, holiday park. So we gear it to the family. So sometimes, I'm sorry to sound sexy, so we would say, well, say mum or dad that don't train. Mm. You know, they can they can come more often than not. They try something. Got you. I have known them, and from not just my club, from other clubs, they've tried something. Next thing you know, they've signed up. They've joined. <laughs> you know, they've become students. Got you. Um, and if they don't, and if they've got little ones, there's swimming on site. There's the kids' club on t- site. Um, in the evening, there's um, entertainment on site. So you can just sit and chat with, with the rest of the guys that are there. We had over 150 people there last time. Um but the crux of it is obviously the training during the day. We have over the weekend about twelve to thirteen hours of training um, in a variety of different things. We had some fantastic instructors down this time, who um, just looking at the feedback on the Facebook page, uh, highly uh, highly enjoyed their seminars. We had Tai Chi. Um, we had um, some some street stuff from uh, from Matt State, who's just published his book. Yeah. Um, uh, the Tai Chi went there. We did both versions of Tai Chi because, like I say, I like, we like everybody to try and do something. Yeah. So, um, so we got Robert to do Tai Chi for health, so your nice soft forms, uh, but also Tai Chi for combat. You know, okay. some real Tai Chi if you like. Absolutely. And both went down really well. Um, so you know, we split it up over areas so you can you can drop in and have a go at something, and then have a go at something totally different. You know. Okay. Uh, a little bit later, uh, the, the the way the way it works, the, uh, the the reason it works, I think, is hugely down to the instructors, mm-hmm. because the instructors there as students, well, they pay just like everybody else does. Okay. And they volunteer an hour or so of their time. Got you. Now, every single one of the instructors we have on this could quite easily go out and say, right, I'm doing a seminar. I want fifteen pound a head for two hours. Mm. we're charging £75 for the entire weekend got you yeah good yeah that's that's yeah it's a good it's a great idea it, actually it, the, bit, the it, thing I like bit, about it as well on. the thing I like about it as well is um, this, you touched on it a little bit but the, the, it's, it's a reality you know martial artists for anybody that does this seriously either full time or as a very serious hobby that's in a relationship you, unless your partner's actively involved in the business or trains themselves they do tend to get left behind a lot because if we yeah. are we're either competing or we're doing a workshop in Scotland or or London or you know further afield and it's generally speaking 9 out of 10 times you know, husband or wife gets left at home um, and yeah. this is a great opportunity as you say come on we can all go I, I can go get my fix of bashing people or getting bashed myself. And you if you don't want to be there, look, there's all this other stuff you can do, but we can still be in the same thing. So it's a really cool idea. I, I, I like it. It's um, it's uh, And as you say, you know, there's the, 
the opportunity for people to be around and to be part of it and then maybe even go oh actually I quite f- I have actually quite secretly fancied having a go at this for a long time um, oh, yeah. come and join on the mats then have a go and so everybody benefits in that respect um, so um, I believe you've got another event coming up is it in March is it March next year is it 29th of March next year yeah. um, uh, we have quite a few of the instructors saying they're going to come back or you know, trying to come back um, this is this is quite nice because of all the the feedback we have at this time. Um, I've got um, I've already got people who have looked at it before but never never gone ahead and done it. Yeah. Saying when's the booking? When's the live booking available? Wow! Um, and I've got um, three potentially three new instructors um, with some very different things. Okay. Some very different things. Um, where. Um, Let's say, let, let, let's let's say large medieval swords. Wow, is <laughs> <laughs> is just one of the things that that may be added. Um, cool. So so we've got uh, you know we've 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 got some very different things coming. This this time was the first time we sort of uh, specifically put some things aside for the kids. Okay, um, that's cool. The the little kids. We're not. We didn't say look, you can't go train with dad or you can't go train with the jujitsu guys if that's if that's what you're into but the really small ones who sort of give it a go and doesn't really gel and can yeah. affect the, can affect the session yeah we took them aside we said we had assault, assault courses for them we had um taekwondo kicking for them we had nunchucks for them that they love um so yeah so we it's it's touch wood it's working yeah yeah, you know, so next time next time is the tenth anniversary. I'm trying to get it bigger and better. Yeah. Sure. Um I say hundred and fifty martial artists this time, um thirty five caravans full. Uh it's taking over. It's yeah. <laughs> It'd be yeah. the safest place in 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 the country for that weekend. <laughs> we've we've had we have stories on that. Um I I'll give you I'll give you a very quick story. Oh my um, um about um a year ago, there's a chap at the bar. He's getting a bit leery. So security come through to to us and say, "Look, we've got a chap at the bar. He's getting a bit leery. We just want to check he's not one of yours." <laughs> one of yours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, now there's a there's a twofold reason they want to check that. One is we've worked with them so much is courtesy. Yeah. And the second is they don't want to piss off one of our guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're a little bit they're a little bit wary. So, uh, so my wife Lisa she said, "I'll come through and have a look with you." And she she went through. She says, "No, it's, it's nothing to do with our group at all." She said, "Would you like me to give you a hand walking him out?" "Yes, please." <laughs> was the was the response from security? So, <laughs> oh my goodness me, good stuff. So, but yeah, we say we've been we've been doing it so long with them. We have a very good reputation with 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 the site. Um, nothing nothing's too too much for them uh even, even so for instance this time when we finish training on saturday the they have a massive um inflatable obstacle course that goes on the water oh, that wow. goes on the swimming pool and of course we, we the kids all book that up pretty quick because it's, it's fantastic yeah. but normally after that the swimming the swimming pool closes yeah that's it for the night they even extended it for us because they knew our guys were training all day and some of them might want to swim at the end of the day, so oh, so extended the time for us. You know, these little things like that that you know is it's is why it's growing. Yeah. I mean, even 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 silly things like we actually provide tea and coffee for the spectators. 
we don't charge for it. It's just part of the event. Yeah, that's great. You know, uh, the event normally ends with, and we're looking for a challenger. I'll just put that out there now. Um, it ends with a ten board break. Ooh. So that's ten boards, one after the other. The fastest time I think is just under ten seconds. Okay. And um, the we normally do it head to head. Current record holder is uh, is Clive Lee from Vulcan, who has taken it about four or five times running now. <sighs> so I am looking for somebody to take him down. Come he on, knows guys. this. Come on, guys. Challenges. Come on, guys. Go. So uh, it's, it's basically it's, t- it's ten punches or elbow or palm. You know, they're the fastest things to get the job done. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, um, we usually end up with board breaking for everybody, but that's that's sort of the the last bit. Love it. Um, because they, they all like everybody likes to have a go at board breaking. Yeah, you know, it's destroying something, isn't it? Absolutely. That's why we, that's why we all watch stock car racing in a Formula One. <laughs> it's human nature. It is, isn't it? And the, 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 those people watching, let's see who hurts themselves as well. You know, it's just you can't help yourself, which is probably why you have it at the end, isn't it? Yeah, we've had we've had a we've had a couple. Of course, but, it's, um, it's martial artists. It's what we do. We we yeah. can't help ourselves, you know. We all good fun. Um, so, if somebody uh, if somebody's interested, what's the best thing to do? What's getting how to get in touch? Where to book that sort of thing? Um, you can go. You can find FBMA on the on Facebook. Yeah. Um, FBMA All All Stars Training Camp. Uh, the event is already live for twenty for, for ninth of March. Okay. Um, so that's already live. The live booking, I'll go on that today. I'm just, I'm just saying, just working on that at the moment. Um, and yeah, I'll take it from there. Great. Well, I'll post all the links in the show notes as well, so people can find it directly from the podcast link itself. Yep. Um, great. And I'm assuming that you'll be you'll be making constant updates and announcements on the Facebook pages. As a- yeah. As soon as, as soon as sort of instructors confirm with me that they're um, that they're coming down and, and all and all good, and then I like to to put them out we're going to start putting bios out for them as well so that people know who they are beforehand Brilliant idea. That's um, a good idea. and say we've we say at the moment we've got we've got three or so instructors that have, have we've been, been approached before but for their own reason busy and all the rest of it have, sure. uh, have, have not come um but they've actually come to me this time um That's which good. is lovely that is good um especially one in particular because i've been trying to get him for some time Okay. Um, because I know his skills are really good, and uh, we've worked with him before, and we know the kids love him and the adults love him. Uh, some 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 chap called uh, Chris Jones, I believe. <laughs> I wondered where you were going with that one then. Yeah, I thought we'd drop that in for you. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're looking forward to having you host a uh, kicking you. session for us. Thank you. I was actually now what I was going to do. I was actually going to do um, just work on some punch. But now I'm joking. Yeah, cool. I, I, I'm definitely up for it. I've, I've, you know, as you say, it's. Oh, it's- yeah. To be honest, I'd like to see that. I don't think I've ever seen you punch. I can't. <laughs> you know, I actually can throw a decent punch. More, you know, more and more. As you said, goes back to the start of the podcast interview. You know, we're getting older now, so you know, it's um, <laughs> yeah. I am uh, having to throw more, more and more these days as the legs get a bit more creaky. But no, um, joking aside, yeah. I'm looking, looking forward to it, hoping to uh, to work with you to get you know. Uh, something worked out workshop wise and um anybody listening out there that's interested um get in touch and we'll uh we'll, we'll help you get th- get through to rich and the gang and get you booked in it'd be good good to see people again yeah yeah it's gonna be uh it's gonna be another good one um i say i will i i obviously i say to people book early because i think the demand's gonna be high yeah but i've got the i've got other instructors saying you need to be on this because i think he's gonna book out you know wow so um 
yeah excellent right i'm looking i I am actually looking forward to it um although it's miles away these things do come around really quick go go on sorry that 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 is one of the problems because um that's one of the headaches i have because everybody says yeah but it's miles away but unless i get the deposits and the balances in yes um with it being a holiday camp they need their balances like 12 weeks before yeah which people are still thinking no it's miles away i've got plenty of time but they're they're then hounding me um so it's one of the it's one of the little headaches but um but the, and we have a few headaches obviously we're doing an event this size yeah, you have headache you have headaches and you quite often um it quite often gets to the day or so before you think you know <laughs> that's we're not doing it again you know once a year we'll move it to once a year it, it's too tough and I've, I've done this with my wife and she's 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 been the one that said not no once a year's enough and by the time i get there because she often gets there to book people in before me yeah by the time i get there she i found out she's already got the facts and the figures for the next one <laughs> already planning ahead good stuff yeah because but- when we get there you just you, you, it's infectious yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like martial arts in general it is infectious yeah you know Definitely, definitely. Well, um, I, I was what I was going to say was if, if people out there that are anything like me, and I think we all are, you know, especially those of us who get kicked in the head for a living, um, you know, I've got I've got a workshop this weekend. Actually, mentioned it earlier on the podcast, and it's um, been on my notice board for months, months, and I only just realised the other day that it's this weekend. I was like, yeah, that happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh no, it's this weekend. Oh. And I've been talking about it as well and plugging it, and you know, uh, that's just what we're like, you know, such airheads. But um, yeah, March 29th, 2019. Um, get get on this one, guys. Get it supported, as, as Richard just said. You know, um, the earlier you book, the better it is for them, and obviously for the longevity of the event going forwards as well. So, you know, uh, show your support, get your bookings in. If you're a school owner out there, I'm presuming they can get in touch with is there, is there options for if they can do block bookings if they want to book say yeah yeah, 25? yeah we can get block bookings in things like that yeah brilliant um say so the the more the merrier we, we have and we've seen over the years uh, particularly maybe a smaller club yeah and they've liked to they've, they've had this idea maybe they'd like to do something social they'd like to do a weekend away um but there isn't enough people in the club to justify doing it that way sure Whereas if they do it this way, they're part of something bigger. But say, for instance, Saturday night, they can be their club doing their social thing, whatever they want to do, or they can be part of the bigger picture. Yeah. It, it, it varies. I've, I've seen it. I've seen it worked every single way since we since we started doing it. Brilliant. Good. So get on get on the Facebook group, the FBMA Friendly Bunch of Martial Artists Facebook group. Um, check out the information for this event and uh, maybe see some of you there. But uh, thanks again for your time, sir. I know you're a busy guy with all the different things you've got going on. Um, no and problem. I'm sure we will catch up very soon. Look forward to it. Thank you. Enjoy our podcast. Please remember to subscribe. Rate and review Kickback with Chris on iTunes today. So thanks to Richard again for his time today to pop on and talk about the event um, and the Facebook group. Uh, it all sounds really positive and it's... The main reason, I mean, I, I, it had been on my radar for a, for a little while, truth be told. Um, we couldn't quite work things out last time around, but um, you know, seeing the positivity around the event this time, and the, the the really cool feedback, and the way also that people um, interacted on social media after the event, giving ideas about things that they liked, things that maybe could change. It was it was such a positive environment. It was something that I've you know I thought straight away it'd be nice if i could help out with in some way um initially just by giving some promotion through the podcast but then i got thinking well no i know maybe i could maybe i could get involved and teach something too and 
and, and the, with the possibility of, of getting some charity work involved as well. So keep an eye out on Facebook. Um, I'm sure we'll be making more announcements with regards to that. It'd be nice to get some of you guys down there to do some training um, rather than just listening to me speak. You could come and do some training with me too. Um, and likewise, you know, the opportunity to learn from you guys would be would be brilliant as well. Um, so coming up now, we have our section that we've... Um, well, how, 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 do I, how do I say it? Uh, affectionately titled uh, Chit Chat with Matt. Um, but no, Mr. Matt Chapman um, giving up his time again to share with us some ideas uh, with regards to martial arts business, advertising, training, running your school, that sort of thing. And we've very cool. We've had some questions come in as well. So if you've got any more questions, please do send them to us via the website at kickbackpodcast.com. You can use the SpeakPipe function or the email. Or again, you could just get us on social media, Facebook, whichever works for you guys. But um, we're just going to jump to a quick break, and then we're on the other side, we'll be with Matt on the, on the phone, um, listening to what he's got to share with us this week. You're listening to Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast, brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk. All right, guys, so it's that time of the week again. Joining us on the phone, we have Mr. Matthew Chapman to share with us some of his expert knowledge in all things martial arts and business related. How are we doing today, sir? Very good. How are you? I'm really good, thank you. I've just actually just got in from a nice lunch with my wife, so I'm ready to go, ready for this one, ready to ready to learn, as I'm sure everybody else is listening at the minute. So what are we going to talk about today then, Matt? Um, we're going to continue on the advertising uh, theme that we were uh, discussing sort of last time about okay. doing the 10 acts of marketing. I was just going to kind of run through the uh, types of marketing that I think are particularly useful for martial arts schools and maybe we can have a little discussion about what you do. And, you oh, know. okay. <laughs> or don't. <laughs> <laughs> or don't, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. No, I do. I do do some. I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. Um, yeah, sure. Let's, let's go for it then. Go for it. So um, I was obviously in the last episode, we talked about 10 acts of marketing and you should be doing 10 acts of marketing every day, five days a week, because that just creates a massive momentum on your marketing and just gets you out there and people find out about you more, makes it a bit more consistent. But obviously you've got to decide what um, types of marketing would work best for you and what suit you and what uh, actually get you sort of customers because Certain instructors, for example, uh, Liam Richards, for example, who yeah. we all know, um, he's really good at, at demos and school talks and things like that. You know, he's very charismatic. He comes across really well. He's a presenter. Um, so he's really good at that sort of face-to-face interaction, whereas I always struggled with um, face-to-face sort of um, presentations, school talks and things like that. It didn't come naturally to me. And therefore, because of that, I didn't really get many people from it. So obviously for people like Liam, who's, you know, very outgoing, mm. that would be a very uh, good choice to add to his 10, 10 a day or, you know, several times a week to do that type of thing. For sure. me, it wouldn't be such a good idea. So, of course, there's lots of different things you can do for your marketing. You've just got to find the right mix that suits you, your personality, and uh, the people you're trying to reach. Yeah, sure. Cool. Yeah. So, for me, I mean, personally... I'm, I'm quite good on the internet side of things. So I started uh, all my marketing with Google first because my theory was that obviously someone who's searching for martial arts is going to go to sort of one of three places. They're going to ask a friend face to face, do you know anywhere that does martial arts? They're going to go to Facebook and ask Facebook friends, do you know anywhere that does martial arts in the local area? And if either of those don't work out, they're going to go to Google and Google martial art classes in my local area. Or they might do that first, you know. But Google's going to be one of their options for 
finding classes. So I focused on, like uh, I'm known for, dominating Google in my local area so that I was the only sort of uh, martial arts class available on the first page of Google in my local area. So people just got in contact and, you know, I got 20 to 30 inquiries every month for free from Google doing that. So that worked really well for me. Good stuff. And, you know, if um, if you're in an area that doesn't have much competition on Google for martial arts instruction, it's quite easy to dominate the first page of Google and rank really high on that. Um, if you're in an area that's got a lot of competition and you have to work a bit harder and do a bit more um, background work and be a bit more consistent with what you do, but it's still possible to sort of rank several times on the first page of Google. So for me, that was the first thing I focus on in my marketing is finding people who are interested in martial arts and who are searching for martial arts on Google. Very cool. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it's constantly changing, isn't it, really, with regards to the way people are using um, the Internet and just searching in general. Um, yeah, I've actually noticed a bit of a trend locally on because a lot of the most areas now tend to have like a, a Facebook group where people just go to moan about stuff, and, <laughs> and then people use those to advertise on or to ask questions. And um, at one point, it used to be a case of um, people going, there and going "Oh, I need a recommendation for a martial arts school," and people would just post links. Whereas now, people are actually starting to post like mini reviews as well. Yes, and another thing I've started noticing is people are actually saying. Things like, oh, well, I, I wouldn't go by what so-and-so says. You should go and look, you know, check it out yourself sort of thing. So I, I, I personally, I, the Google thing seems to become more, especially in my head now, more relevant because um, I have, to be honest, I've neglected it. I, I've been focusing on it, though, this last couple of weeks, yeah. to be honest, since Good. since the last conversation we had and the, the previous interview we did about uh, Google domination. Yeah. I've, um, I've been working on my Google rankings a little bit. Getting, cool. more, getting more on the first page because I think what was it I had five or six I can't remember yes yeah. that's right yeah which is more. very good um, but there's still five or six probably who are <laughs> your competition and stuff so and um, if you get that sort of stuff right with uh, Google you don't really have to do much maintenance on it you just keep an eye on it and make sure it's ticking over um, and once you've got your Google rankings you'll get a steady flow of um, students uh, sorry prospects inquiring about becoming students so then it's obviously about teaching a fantastic intro class and, and signing them up and then I would say it's definitely about referrals once you start signing students up so it's like um, asking them if they'd like to bring a friend or family member to their first trial class is a good way of getting a quick referral. So they're going to be on the phone, they're going to book in for their trial class or via email, and you say to them, oh, would you like to bring a friend with you to your trial? And they go, oh, yeah, actually, I would like to bring, and they get thinking a little bit about friends who'd like to join yeah. up. Then after they join up, I give all new members a uh, two or three VIP passes, which they can give to their friends and their family members, because... During the first three months of their training, they're probably about as excited as they're ever going to be yeah. in martial arts. So they're, you know, they're going to see changes in their body. Their fitness is going to increase. They're going to be uh, feeling better, which they're gonna, then going to tell people about. And people are going to comment and say, "Wow, you're looking good. Have you been doing something?" And they'll be saying, "Yeah, I've been doing martial arts now. Here's a card. You get two weeks free." So if you give them stuff to actually give to people, it helps with your marketing. You know, they they will get you more people into your classes then it's about friends and family members obviously uh, joining up through those people and referrals are, are the best source of marketing in my opinion because it's free um 
people believe their friend they don't believe you so if their friend says your classes are amazing you've you know they've been pre-sold they're already going to go along to your class in a positive frame of mind all you have to do is teach a great class and then they sign up so i think after google referrals are, are the next big thing for me yeah yeah it's cool it's interesting what you were saying earlier on about finding what works what's what method of marketing works best for you um, yeah and i would also i, I mean i just personally as well i would say that works always most suitable for your business because although i I suppose there are marketing methods that work across the board there are some that are going to be more suited to to one school than than another for example with my school with it being quite a small setup although we've got you know over 200 members which you know it's nothing huge but it's doing all right um we can't we've not got that much of a floor space so we're never in a position to be doing like mass intros or no um, i i'm not my my advertising sort of more of a steady drip than a a sudden flow like i see some posts on facebook oh we've had 70 new 70 new members and i'm just thinking jesus man what would i do with that i would i would not be able to cut if we if we had you know in any one particular class type if we suddenly got five in yeah. one mass, in one go, I'd be thinking, yeah. "Oh Christ, what we're we going to do? We've got nowhere to put them." So ours is sort of like a, you know, two out, three in sort of. Yes. It's, it, that's that's how we try to to work it. So, um, well, yes, that's a very good point. And um, well, maybe we can do a little another podcast on this at some point. Perfect. But there's a uh, there's an issue I think in the martial arts industry where it's just um, focus on unsustained, unregulated growth. You just we're chasing zeros all of us we've like got 90 members so we're like we must get to 100 members and then we get to 100 members and we're like that's not enough i must have 150 Mm. then we get to 200 that's not enough i must have 200 and my question is why what what is what's the end goal i don't think people really have an end goal i think they just get bigger and bigger and bigger schools and create more and more headaches for themselves and more and more stress because they can't manage those numbers of people and it becomes unmanageable I'm not sure what this um, chasing loads of students is for. And plus, you know, would you rather earn a certain amount with 100 students yep. rather than have 300 students? That's it, exactly. I, um, I, w- I won't say who it was, but I w- used to work for a, a school owner and um, we had uh, th- this, well, I was part of this exact conversation. I remember him saying, you know, that th- at one point, his, this is going back, 20 years or so now yeah but his his focus was very much on i want to have 500 members and then i remember him saying when they got there it, there's just the amount of extra work that was involved day to day in running the school that size it was not worth it no. so he switched it back very quickly to okay let's have 350 375 yeah and let's maximize the potential business wise of that amount of students rather than trying to push for high numbers it was exactly. a, it was a status thing it was a i've yeah. got the, i've got the biggest school in the country that's right yeah it's exactly headings. that it's, it's bragging rights <laughs> of other instructors how many students you got well i've got 200 well i've got three. it's just ridiculous <laughs> yeah and uh it creates more problems for yourself and it uh sometimes turns what is uh like a a, a close-knit friendly club where everyone knows each other into a, a, a massive sort of hundreds of members club where people don't know each other the atmosphere is not so great it's all disjointed you're gonna have to employ more staff more admin more it's like more 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 yeah when we so went, i think we people went. have to be very careful about why they want to grow and yeah. what's their reasons for that growth yeah when we went from 150 to 200 i did notice a difference 
a difference in the atmosphere in the place. It was there was it it, it wasn't so much that it was all of a sudden who are you? <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't quite to that extreme. But I do I I remember noticing it was much more. Um, I don't want to say conveyor belt because that sounds too negative, but it was it was sort of like you know turn the class over, kind of like the next Quick, one, yeah, next yeah. one, ne- and and I wasn't really didn't really have as much time to to, to chat with chat with Jimmy's mum about Jimmy's football exactly. on Sunday and all the yes. little things that were important there wasn't time for. Um, no, so and do you know what? Poss- possibly uh, you know your, your customers, your parents are going to notice that because before when you had time to chat to people and you know um solve problems and motivate and help now it's just you know it's a rush or it was at my school you know you got a 15 minute window you got people trying to sign it's like you know so then management skills are required mm-hmm. um so it's, it's an interesting discussion i'd like to we can get onto that one next time well yeah, yeah. yeah. Fact, uh, um is that was that all for today sir i don't want to cut you short. um no, no, it's just that uh, you need to find um, the right marketing mix that yep. works for you and for your business. Um, like, for example, I do mainly Google marketing, then referral marketing, and then I do Facebook awareness marketing, but I don't pay for that. Yeah. Just generating awareness of the, of the school in the local community and getting known for helping and doing things like Bully Buster stuff. So that that's oh, yeah. my kind of main free marketing channels that I used at my school which brought us in sort of 30 to 40 members every month and you you as school owners will have to find your own particular mix that works for you Um, if I had to do just school talks and demos it would kill me Mm. it's not it's not what I want to do It, it doesn't suit my personality so um if you're finding that you're struggling with your marketing it might be that you're trying to do the wrong thing for you um so just test it out test out different marketing methods and see what works for you yeah perfect well thank you for your time as always sir and imparting your wisdom <laughs> I, I i always come on with a i've always got a piece of paper and a pen on my desk yeah. ready to write these notes because i'm taking notes and doing this as well so great cool. stuff so i'll have a good rest of your day thank you whatever it is you've got planned and we'll yep. uh, we'll catch up uh, for the next episode Thank you, Chris. Cheers. Cheers. Enjoy our podcast. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Kickback with Chris on iTunes today. So thanks again to Matt for his time. It's always a pleasure to have him on the show. Um, such a knowledgeable guy with lots of experience, and I'm sure we're all benefiting from from having him on. Um, so moving forward, uh, so next couple of episodes, I'm actually now, in a, as I've mentioned previously, in a position to get out and about and interview people on the go. Um, the equipment's all set up now, and I, I, more importantly, I know how to use it as well. Um, I'm planning on doing some uh, live, so in in person interviews with people, um, some from sort of different areas of of martial arts industry, um, just to sort of broaden things a little bit. Um, so you can look forward to that in the coming weeks. Um, though with the busyness of the various things that we've got going on, it might be that um, we do actually have a, uh, upwards of um, two episodes a week in in some instances. I know I've recently tried to cut them down, but with the sheer volume of people looking to be involved it, it it may well be that you know the odd week like we did with the redcon one announcement um and obviously the announcements of matt being involved in the show that you may well see two two episodes pop up a week um give me some feedback on this if it's too much let me know um it, it, you know i do understand i'm a podcast listener myself i tend to listen to them in chunks rather than all the way through so i don't know if that's the same for you guys too if it is again let me know um, but yes, uh, keep a listen out. New things going on. If you're interested in getting involved with the show yourself, either as a guest or uh, with feedback or you know anything else, or potentially you're looking to um, have a, a sponsorship involvement if you want to uh, promote anything that you've got going 
on, please again get in touch. Happy to work something out. Um, but yeah, have a great rest of your week, whatever it is you're doing. Um, enjoying your martial arts, and I'll catch up with you all very soon.